0: Do you need a break? Are you feeling stressed, worn out, and overwhelmed? Let's face it, we're living in a world filled with ever-increasing demands on our time and attention. Children need to be fed, clothes washed, and bills paid. Commuting is stressful, and there's on-the-job pressure, deadlines, and conflict. Many are working harder than ever, only to find it more difficult to make ends meet. And when they try to unwind, escapism often leads to addictions, anxiety, and more conflict. Our relationships suffer. Our health suffers. Real solutions seem beyond our reach. If you're suffering from the anxiety of living in the modern world, you're not alone. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, 18.1% of the population, 18 or older, suffers from some type of anxiety disorder every year. That's 40 million adults. But it's not just in America. According to the Our World in Data website, globally, an estimated 284 million people experienced an anxiety disorder in 2017. Clearly, many of us are feeling overwhelmed. Is this how our Creator designed our life to be? If we're anxious and depressed, how can we get out of that discouraging and even dangerous cycle? There is an answer, and people around the world are discovering it. Would you like to know a secret that can turn your life around? There is a way to find peace in a troubled world. And today on Tomorrow's World, we're going to dive into that topic to find the source of that peace. In a little while, I'm going to give you an opportunity to order our free literature, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath. It will open your eyes to the surprising truth about a key to peace and tranquility in an anxious world. So stay tuned, I'll be right back. Welcome to Tomorrow's World, where we help you make sense of your world through the pages of the Bible. Many of us today are exhausted and overwhelmed. We need a break. But where can you find the real solution to the frenetic lifestyle of our world? Let's talk about that today. In a recent online article, speaker and writer Jim Burns asked the following questions. Have you stopped enjoying life because you are too busy? Are you exhausted most of the time? Have you stopped developing new relationships? Are your children showing signs of stress? Mr. Burns then added, If you answered yes to most of these questions, you are experiencing overload. Does that describe your life right now? It does for many of us. But more and more people are turning to what might seem to be an unlikely solution. They're turning to the idea of a Sabbath. Do an internet search and you'll find out what I mean. Type in Sabbath rest, or Sabbath lifestyle, and you'll discover pages of articles with advice for gaining peace and perspective through this idea of Sabbath. Here are some of the article titles I found in one internet search. The gift of Sabbath rest in an anxious age, how to unleash the power of Sabbath rest in your life, creating a Sabbath lifestyle, and the case for the Sabbath, even if you're not religious. What all these articles have in common are a deep yearning to pause from the busyness of our modern world. More and more people are finding this idea of a Sabbath intriguing. Once again, writer and speaker Jim Burns puts it this way. In the beautiful Hebrew language, the word for rest is Sabbath. Sabbath is more of a lifestyle choice than taking a nap or a day off to get some things done around the house sabbath living is the constant choice to live with margin in our lives margin is the space between our load and our limits margin is our mental emotional and spiritual strength it's our reserves our breathing room our energy our vitality unfortunately few of us have much margin in our lives this concept of margin is powerful and very important we do need margin in our lives It's the so-called white space on the edge of the pages of our lives. It means that not every moment is busy and accounted for. So do you need a Sabbath rest in your life? Do you need to cultivate a Sabbath lifestyle? I think we all can see the benefit of downshifting. We need time to slow down instead of always working hard and playing hard. Wouldn't it be nice to power down occasionally? to a lower and slower gear? One of the prime culprits of our stressed out society is the pervasiveness of tech devices. Our devices can be helpful, but they can also become the source of great stress. A group back in 2003 started something called the Sabbath Project. One of the things they do each year is determine a national day of unplugging. The idea is one of the things we must do is occasionally take a break from technology. They recommend having a tech Sabbath, so to speak. And it's true, we've got to unplug from time to time. It's good for our minds, our relationships, and our health. Consider the testimony of one family in an article that appeared on the Wired.com website. My family and I started going completely screen-free one day a week for what we called our technology Shabbat. We read, journaled, cooked, had friends over, went for bike rides, played music, made art, and sometimes we just did nothing. A decade later, we're still doing it every week, and it's still our favorite day. It's made the whole family happier and more balanced. If we don't have control of our devices, we're headed for trouble, and this affects everyone. Here's how one woman described her experience fighting against the tyranny of endless tasks and how she began to find solutions. So many of us are tired between meeting the needs of those around us, running our homes, working or waking up with children throughout the night. We find ourselves depleted mentally, physically and emotionally. This exhaustion leads us to turn our focus from the things that matter most to survival. If that's you, God has prepared a very practical balm for your weariness. It's called Sabbath. If we want to experience all the fullness of living and being that God has for us, I believe we need an element of Sabbath rest in our week. Whether mothers, homemakers, or working women, Sabbath was created to meet a deep-seated need in us. We all need to see the value of resting, of having a sort of pause in our lives. We need a regular, weekly time to pause just to keep a balanced mental perspective. But you might say, that all sounds well and good, but I'm just too busy to stop. I have too much to do. This Sabbath thing won't work for me. Think about that. It's when you are overwhelmed, when you need this help the most. And if you don't get control of your life now, when will you? These are not easy questions, but they are important. So we're offering all of our viewers a totally free study guide entitled, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? it explains the biblical source of the idea of a sabbath written by the late dr roderick meredith it outlines how the sabbath can give us time to thoughtfully study our bibles think through the big questions of life and reconnect with our creator take a moment right now to write down the phone number or order at twtv.org sabbath this is for you don't pass up this opportunity so call write or order online just ask for the Sabbath booklet.
1: For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to TWTV.org Sabbath. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. Ten inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to Tomorrow's World for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now. Or go to TWTV.org Sabbath.
0: In the first part of this program, we discussed how we all need a break. We all need to find some space in our lives. And people all over the world are discovering the benefits of having some downtime every week. Maybe you've taken this step and are experiencing newfound peace in your life. The idea of a Sabbath didn't just appear out of thin air. It comes from the Hebrew word Shabbat in the Hebrew scriptures in our Bible. It means to stop, pause or cease. It's a rest from activity and labor. If you have a Bible, turn with me to the very first chapter of Genesis. In Genesis chapter one, we find the account of God creating all the living creatures on earth, including the first man and woman. And then in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 1, it says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Where did this idea of taking some time to rest after a period of work come from? Straight from the Creator God. He modeled that behavior right here in the beginning of the Bible. It happened at the dawn of civilization. In other words, the idea of Sabbath has been around a long time. But what about the word Sabbath? The first time that word appears in the Bible is Exodus chapter 20 and verse eight. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Sabbath just means cessation or rest. So remember the Sabbath day just means remember the rest day. This is something God wrote into the Ten Commandments. Let's read the rest of it back in Exodus 20. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So God actually created a rest day at the beginning of creation. He rested, and his intention was that his children, that's us, would also benefit from a weekly rest our whole lives. God wants us to work hard, and when the work is done, He wants us to take a well-deserved rest. Sabbath is not just a vague idea. It springs from a specific event in history. It was created by God at the beginning, and it applies to a specific day each week. We all need to be restored and rejuvenated, but why don't we give ourselves permission to take a break? Consider what one internet author said about this question. For some reason, though, we naturally interpret the Bible's statements about Sabbath rest as more of a suggestion than a divine command. We think, that's a great idea, but I'm too busy. This is true. I am busy. You are busy. Our culture is busy, and it's only speeding up. Our gas tanks are always on empty, and when we stop, we are hardly ever able to put more than a few dollars in the tank. We are never full. Think about that. We're too busy to stop. We're forever locked into a loop of exhaustion, never catching up. Are you tired of that cycle? The writer continues. But could it be that our lack of observance of the Sabbath is contributing to our weariness? Could our lack of Sabbath rest and worship potentially explain why we are an exhausted people Could it be the ways we try to find rest never restore us because we were created to find our rest in God? What better gift could we possibly receive than this Sabbath rest in our anxious age? How many of us go from one frenetic task to another until we collapse? Why don't we just rest on a regular basis on the schedule God set for us? All too often, we don't stop until we have to stop. And maybe that's why God tells us this is mandatory. You have to take a break each week because there's always another load of wash to do, another space to clean, another report to submit. Have you noticed all too often, we only do things that are good for us when we have to? Maybe we don't exercise or take care of our health until something causes us pain. We notice the effects of neglecting our health and we decide okay i have to do this because it's good for me so what about you wouldn't it make sense for god to say look this is so important for you i want you to have a healthy mental state so i'm telling you you must take a break at the end of every week of course there's much more to the story god also tells us to rest on the sabbath to honor him and to worship him and he chose a specific day for us to do that the seventh day not just any day of the week even many mainstream christians don't fully understand this which is why we want to send to you the study guide which day is the christian sabbath you'll learn the origin of the sabbath plus how to keep it and remember it in the way god intended you may be shocked at how important the concept of the Sabbath is to God. He knows how much we need it. So order this booklet today. Go online, call on the phone, or write to us. Do it right away so you don't forget. I'll be right back.
1: This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. Call now or go to twtv.org Sabbath. In the last two
0: segments, we discussed how much we need a break. God, in His mercy, created and even scheduled that time for us. And since we often don't do things unless we absolutely have to, He made it mandatory, and that's good for us. In the remaining time of this program, we'll find there's an even greater picture in regard to a Sabbath rest. Turn in your Bible to Colossians 2 and verse 16. In this verse, Paul wrote the following, so let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths, which are a shadow of things to come. There's much misunderstanding about this verse, but let's just focus on one phrase that is Sabbaths, which are a shadow of things to come. What the apostle Paul is saying is that as good as Sabbaths are for giving us a weekly rest now, they're also symbolic of something greater to come. Many students of the Bible recognize there have been roughly 6,000 years of human history and that the Bible predicts a coming 1,000 year millennial reign of Jesus Christ. If we apply the day for a year principle found in 2 Peter 3.8, the weekly seventh day Sabbath is a type of the coming millennium in that sense the seventh millennium corresponds to the seventh day of the week we find scriptures that support this idea elsewhere in the new testament let's look at hebrews 4 verse 1 therefore since a promise remains of entering his rest let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it he's saying the israelites did not enter the promised land because of their disobedience but we can enter God's kingdom at Christ's second coming if we're faithful and obedient. Going on. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. He's discussing the seventh day Sabbath established at the creation when God rested. Since then, it remains for some to enter his rest, And since those who formerly heard the good news did not enter because of their disobedience, God again designated a certain day as today, when a long time later he spoke through David, as was just stated, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. What does this mean? If we're the people of God, the Sabbath rest means something very important. It means we observe that weekly rest in our lives now. The Greek word here translated Sabbath is sabbatismos. It comes directly from the Hebrew word Shabbat, which means the weekly Sabbath. Christians are to observe the weekly Sabbath. But it goes far beyond that. If the Sabbaths are a shadow of things to come, every seventh day that comes around in the calendar is also a prophecy of a coming millennial Sabbath. That's when God's kingdom will reign on this earth at Christ's second coming. Notice what the writer warns us to do. For whoever enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall by following the same pattern of disobedience. We're reminded to live our lives in such a way that we may enter the rest of God's kingdom at Christ's return. In other words, there's hope for this tired and worn out world. There's a new world coming, and that new world, in contrast to this age, will be peaceful. And full of hope. The violence and tension of this age will be no more. Notice how that coming world is described in Isaiah 32 and verse 16. Then justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. The work of righteousness will be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet, resting places. The weekly Seventh-day Sabbath is symbolic of a coming millennial age of peace and prosperity. There's much more to say about the Sabbath. You can find many articles and programs about the Sabbath on our Tomorrow's World website. What we're focusing on today is the necessity of a break for people in this world. There is a better way. But in truth, we need not just a general idea of a pause in our life, we need the regular and mandatory rest designed by our Creator. And we need the hope of a future age that the Sabbath gives us. If you'd like to learn more about this remarkable concept of a weekly rest for you and a millennial rest for all humanity, order our free booklet, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? It will open your eyes to the wonderful gift God gives us every week. We need it more than ever in our hectic lifestyle. So order this free literature online, on the phone, or through the mail. You need this information. Order today.
1: For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to twtv.org sabbath Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to TWTV.org Sabbath. When Jesus was
0: on this earth, he taught his disciples a lifestyle of peace and tranquility that did not depend on outside circumstances notice what he said in matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light If you long for relief from the burdens of life, learn from Jesus Christ. He has the answers. He'll give you peace if you're obedient to His will and respond to His love. In this world, there are many things to worry about, but Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? He knows we're working hard because we have to. We've got to feed ourselves. We've got to take care of our families. And he says, I'll help you if you look to me. And notice what else he says in Matthew chapter six and verse 33 and 34. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble. We can have peace of mind. God knows the anxiety this world produces, but he's offering you a weekly Sabbath. It's a total break from work for a 24 hour period, week in and week out. Doesn't that sound nice? Just imagine if every Friday at sundown, you could leave your work behind. You could spend extra time with your family. You could read the Bible and meditate on God's plan for you. You could go to church the next day with others of like mind and fellowship with them. You could spend the remaining hours of the Sabbath, not mowing the lawn or doing chores, but going for walks and reflecting on what you've learned. That's the way God designed the Sabbath, not the way the Pharisees kept it, making it a burden. Jesus corrected the Pharisees on how they were keeping the Sabbath, as we see in Mark chapter 2 and verse 23. Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and as they went, his disciples began to pluck the heads of grain. And the Pharisees said to him, look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? The Pharisees were trying to accuse Jesus and his disciples of how they were keeping the Sabbath, but... Jesus turned it around and explained the true perspective about the Sabbath in verse 25. But he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry, he and those with him? How he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except for the priests, and also gave some to those who are with him? And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. The Pharisees had accused Jesus Christ and his disciples of keeping the Sabbath in the wrong way. But Jesus described the true perspective about the Sabbath. He's the Lord of the Sabbath. He created the Sabbath. He designed the Sabbath as a 24 hour period to throttle back and think about your life. The gift is yours for the taking. So do you need a break? Do you need some rest? The Sabbath isn't just an idea of snatching some downtime now and then. It's a weekly gift from God to refresh us and give us peace. And it's a promise of a better world to come. The Sabbath is a gift God has given to an anxious world. Experience that gift for yourself. And don't forget to order your free copy of the literature offered on today's program, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? And keep watching for more Tomorrow's World episodes as Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Wallace Smith, and I make sense of today's news through the prophecies of Tomorrow's World. See you
1: next time. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to TWTV.org Sabbath. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.